Do you have any idea who I am? Some rich guy calls you on the phone. I wanted to speak with you about what you hope to achieve. What do you hope to achieve, Mark? I want to be the best in the world. Good. There's a key for you. Also, big house is off limits. Okay. Coach DuPont has a vision. He would like Foxcatcher to be the official training site for the national team. What's he get out of all this? What are you thinking? This is it. This is all that we've that we've ever wanted. Mark, you have been living in your brother's shadow your entire life. It's your time now. I promise you, I'll give you everything I have. I am leading men, and I am giving America hope. I spent my lifetime looking for a father, and I found one in John Dupont. It doesn't matter. The sport of wrestling is a low sport, and I don't like to see you being low. Why is there nobody in the gym? Yeah, no, I can't. You ungrateful ape. Mark. 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 Easy. Good. Yeah, I don't need your help. I tell him what's going on with you and DuPont. Hey, what did I just say? A coach is a father. A coach is a mentor. A coach has great power on an athlete's life. Mark. Ambition, power, control. We watched Foxcatcher from 2015, actually starring. Are you sure it's 2015? I wrote that down. It's. I believe it's from 2014. My name is Clayton Missler, and he's the host and the fact checker. <laughs> and I'm Cody Garnett, uh, your other host. And we watched Foxcatcher with the greatest living actor on the planet, Channing Tatum. This is Fanning Tatum. Thanks for listening. This movie came out in 2014 or 15. I don't know. I'm pretty sure because the next movie we're going to do in this session came out in 2014, and it'd be weird if Foxcatcher came it? out after. See, I, I have it written down at 2015 as well, the next one. But I could be wrong. I do copy and paste these. I use so. Wikipedia for most of it. What was the last movie we did? It's been a really long time since we found out. Yeah. Lego movie, 2014. Yeah. Who cares? Mm, it came nobody out when cares. It came, out. it came out, and it's the next in line. Uh, Bennett Miller. He made a movie. He did about wrestling. What was, it? What was the <laughs> what was the tagline? It was like power, corruption, greed. Yeah, ambition, power, control. That's yeah, a, that's not, I guess that's what it's about. It is about those things. That's the most on the nose tagline that's been used in a movie ever. I don't know. Le- <laughs> Lego Movie was pretty on the nose. As- yes. Assembled in tw- two thousand fourteen. <laughs> 
that's that's vague enough though that you're like, what the hell is that? Oh yeah, it could or be a, like could be Avengers. Foxcatcher. Wonder what that's about. Honestly, yeah, that's true. It doesn't tell you at all what the movie's about. Those themes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like the the title of the movie, Foxcatcher, which is one of the biggest reasons I think this movie made zero money. It didn't make any money. It's I don't know. It's a huge bomb. Its budget was twenty four million. Box office nineteen point two. Yeah, which is one of the worst performing movies of the of all the movies we've done. Yeah, I mean, we've done a lot of bit, like dingers. Which is them? Uh, we called them Tatums. No, no. Ta- Taters. Ta- tater tots. We haven't had them in so long that I forgot. Doozies. Doozies. Yes. Doozies. Doozies and tots. That never really caught on. We never really did that. <laughs> we talked well, we about. We watched doing a that. ton of doozies in a row. Yeah. And it's been a while since we had a real doozy. It's this been one, a while. But this one wasn't for me. You know, personally, it was a boring movie in my opinion. But I didn't. I wasn't bummed I was watching it ever. I was kind of like, I was I was mystified as to why it got made. Like, I was like, okay, some rich dude took advantage of some wrestlers. Don't understand why that's movie worthy. And then in the last five minutes, I was like, oh, he murders a guy. The documentaries <laughs> about this story are twice as interesting as this movie. Yeah, I watched one of those too, and I was I, I was really just... Again, they made two of them, so maybe you watched the lesser of the two. Because the one I watched was great. I watched the Netflix one. I think that's the one I watched. And like, so maybe I might have half paid attention to it. Honestly, I was probably playing <laughs> Doctor Mario while I was watching it because I only put it on because I was like, I got time. For the listener, I I got COVID nineteen, and so <laughs> I haven't seen. Uh, uh, I like you put nineteen on a point of, <laughs> of emphasis, like, uh, you know. Um, and so we haven't seen each other for like probably close to a month, maybe a couple, at least three weeks. Three weeks. Because I was stuck in my house for 10, 10 days. I don't know. And uh, so it's been a while since I've watched this movie. I watched it before COVID. And then I was like, oh, I got time. I got COVID. I'll watch this documentary. And I was, you know, playing Dr. Mario probably. To me, the documentary didn't help me with this podcast at all because it didn't talk about Channing Tatum's character in the movie at all. Well, he's the least interesting character of the entire story, if you ask me. So it's weird that he was focused on i agree bennett miller there's like so much on the bone for you to like talk about this dupont character and all you really did with him is like boy isn't he a creep yeah anywho also like what is i don't think the nose was necessary i think it was distracting it's that actor thing man i'm telling you they want to like they want to they want to do it it was distracting i don't think i think that and the teeth the yeah. teeth were real gross. I actually think the teeth were good though, because they were they looked realistic. I just don't think the nose looked realistic. And then when I saw the real dude in the documentary, I was like, "Oh, you didn't need that nose." Like, if anything, it was just to be like, "Hey, fuck you! You got a big nose." But <laughs> <laughs> this is like it's such an actorly movie. Like each one of the dudes makes big swings. I agree. Like Channing Tatum does a walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah he yeah. does like an underdraw thing. Yeah. And Ruff- so does Ruffalo. Yeah, Ruffalo does a walk. He's 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 bald. Yeah, he's got a little like not fat makeup, but like meathead. Yeah, yeah. Stuff added to his face. I think. I think Ruffalo is the best actor in the movie, in my opinion. I think he does a really good job. As I think all character. I think all three of them do great. I think they do great. I just think Ruffalo pulls it off better. And I guess I don't think that's that uh, the the Steve Steve does great. I don't think he does a very good job. <laughs> I think he did good for what was asked of him. And I think it was a good, like, first try at something. Like, when this movie came out, it was like, holy shit, fucking Michael Scott can act. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's also tried to do that a bunch, and I don't give a fuck about it. Like, I, every time he ever is, like, a, a serious actor, I'm just, I'm like, man, you're trying real hard to be respected, and I don't care. <laughs> well, everyone is trying really hard to be respected. I'm Except not. for you, fucking <laughs> Mr. Cool Cody. <laughs> Respect me or don't give a fuck. Where, when else has he, Steve Carell tried to... Didn't he just do that one movie where he, like, plays a dude who thinks he's a toy or whatever? A Marwin Call? That movie, fucking... That's also uh, based off a documentary that's really, really good, and that movie is fucking bananas. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to get an Oscar so hard, and that was not going to happen. I think, like, what's weird, too, I never saw Marwin Call, but that's the name of his little town that he invents. Okay. This person that's, like, got brain, literal brain damage. Because he got beat up, right? So yeah. So it gave him brain damage. And it also, like, towards the end of the documentary, they start to, like, mention that he might be a trans person. Okay, and I think none of that was in the doc in the movie. Probably for the best, I would assume they would have done that terribly. You think? (laughs) Who's the guy that? I think it's the same guy that did like Back to the Future. Oh, that's why he gets to make a movie like that. That's true. Made Back to the Future. Yeah, we've talked about people having do whatever the fuck you want after a certain movie. Blank checks. Yeah, blank check movies. Yeah. Uh, Reference to the blank check podcast that you love. I do. Um, I think this movie's about like. Those things you said. (laughs) But I think it's more so about control and, like, power and, like, masculinity. Yes. But I think if no one was murdered, this story wouldn't fucking matter. Right? Like, who cares that, like, some rich dude is taking advantage of talented wrestlers? Are you saying the only reason this story is interesting is because interesting things happened? (laughs) One interesting thing happened, yes. They were... Someone got murdered. Other than that, like, I don't know, man. The dude, like, bankrolled these guys to live their dream. Like, that's kind of tight. Actually. He also, like, manipulated them and tried to control their every aspect, literally every aspect of their lives. But they chose to be there. I don't really care about that. Like, you chose to be there. victim blaming right now? I don't think the guy should have been murdered, but <laughs> if you don't want to be controlled, then just leave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like that's Bold advice to if, what you should work at a woman's shelter, Cody. No, these are not. <laughs> they, these are Olympic athletes. They're not like helpless ladies or whatever. Not ladies are helpless. Now you're pointing me at corner. I know. Feels real good. <laughs> I got you. I think I, I just didn't. I never felt bad for anybody ever in this. I was like, okay, like, hey, Channing Tatum, you're you were an Olympic level wrestler. Go get a job. And like, a, he did have a job. Uh, Doing what? We paid twenty dollars to talk to kids when he was supposed to be his brother. He worked for Team USA Wrestling, didn't he? I don't think so. Well, somebody's paying for that apartment, not by twenty dollars speaking fees. Yeah, I know. So sad. I felt you told me you didn't feel bad for Channing Tatum when he's they don't they think it's his brother. First of all, I definitely felt bad for him in that situation because it was just a sad because his life is sad, right? But like, so are so many other people that I don't really give a shit about this guy. I'm like, okay, man, you like do this. You do this great. all the time. Like Lady Bird isn't a good movie because she wasn't as she's not that poor. Uh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do that with and I don't think this is a bad movie. I think it's a I, I again I thought it was a good movie. I just wasn't under I didn't understand what the big deal was until somebody was murdered. Then I was like, okay, now I understand why it's newsworthy. I think it got attention because again Michael Scott was putting on a nose and yeah. was gonna be creepy. Like when you know, the first time Robin Williams took on a serious role, people yeah. were just like, what's this? What's this one-hour photo movie? Yeah, I think he did a Which better... It wasn't the first time. But yeah, I was going to say, I think... But that was the first time he was, like, super creepy, I think. Wasn't it uh, the, the the Heaven one was probably the first one? What Dreams May Come. Wet Dreams May Come. I said what? 
but honestly, they definitely made a porn parody called Wet Dreams May Come. <laughs> See you. Um, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they don't do that anymore. Man, that's awesome. How you know you what know? they do? They just like say like, uh, what name a movie? Avengers XXX. That's oh, it. Yeah. They don't even come on. Oh, really? They still. I was gonna say they. Uh, I thought you were gonna say they don't do porn parodies anymore. And I was like, oh, I guess not. I don't. I know. think they do. I would assume with the DVD like bubble popped and just like you just watch clips online. Like who's buying porn parodies? Oh yeah, I don't think they make the DVDs anymore. Yeah, I think they do just the scenes. Yeah. Well, now I got. But someone is interested in watching um, Wet Dreams. Scarlet. Which? What the hell's her name from the Avengers? <laughs> WandaVision? W- Wanda. No. Yes. Scarlet. No, no. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you're talking about Black, Black Widow. Widow. Somebody's yeah. interested in watching Black Widow have sex with mm. Captain America. Yeah, I, I guarantee it. No, d- definitely. I am kind of now, but I don't <laughs> I don't know what to put in the search bar. Speaking of creepy, uh do you just want are we done talking about creepy Michael Scott? I mean, we're talking about this movie. He'll come up again, I'm sure. Do you do you break up your ramen before you cook it? I think that's to prove... I think that was such a smart and subtle detail because that means the pot is so small that he can't fit the full square oh, into it, right? Maybe. Why but, else include that? Because well, that's why when I've done it, when I've been the poorest of my pores, <laughs> it's because it won't fit like squarely at the bottom. Yeah, but some people do break it up. Like My stepmom used to break the ramen up beforehand. To have smaller noodles, but I like the slurp. I like I, I like a long noodle. I'm, I'm with you, bud. I, also, second question: Can you cook two packets of ramen at the same time without it being mushy bullshit? Yeah, why not? I can't. You can cook a whole pot of pasta. I'm not not the ramen noodles, man. I've never once been able to cook the thirty cent ramen two at a time. And I do it because I'm like it's got in a pot. Yeah, it just fucks it. Fucks it. It gets all slimy and gross. How? Excuse me. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> excuse me for the burp. And excuse me for what the hell you're talking about. I, I, I was hoping How? that I wasn't the only one. How do you overcook it? But I guess it's I am. It's the same. I agree, dude. I can't stop fucking it up. If I cook two, if I'm hungry, I got to make one bowl and then a second bowl or else I won't finish the big bowl because it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's I don't, fucking dumb. I don't, I'd have to watch you do it. One of these days, I'm going to come over. Yes. And then I'll be like, that's what you're doing wrong. If we start a Patreon, that'll be a tier. Just live ramen noodle cooking. <laughs> you used to be a wrestler. A wrestler. I, I did. I wrestled for nine years. How's the wrestling in this movie? It's actually great. Um, because I had no idea what I was watching. It's a different type of wrestling than I used to do, only because it's like Greco-Roman wrestling, which is what they're doing. And then I would do freestyle wrestling, which I liked more. Greco-Roman wrestling is, is more like... Uh, whoever has the best shoulder wins. You know, basically, you just lock up and throw each other around. Here's a stupid question. My understanding of wrestling is that you need to put both of the person's shoulders down on the mat, mm-hmm. and then you get a point. Shoulder blades, yes. Shoulder blades. It's not a point. It's a win. If you pin them, it's a win. It seems like that happens right away to me it, all the time. Yeah. So it's not like pro wrestling where they're like, one, two, One, two. It's like literally just like once those are on the mat, and it seems like that happens like within seconds. Yeah, it can for sure. But then it's, it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it depends on if you're wrestling. If you just have to. Good. Do they like these referees or whatever? They have to have like are that good of eyes. Yeah. Hmm. I I uh, I went to state, and I lost my first match. No no beef with that one. Lost it right. And then, but it was a double elimination. So the second match, right? Me and this dude, zero to zero for three rounds. And we were in overtime. 
And you can't clasp your hands if you're on top. It's against the rules. What do you mean? Clasp your hands for me. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. Cody just interlocked his fingers. Right. You can't interlock your fingers. You can like do like the, the junior high school hold hands with a girl, but not the... Your can adult. you like do this? Yes. Okay. Because that's what I see them do with their hands. Mm-hmm. This is great podcasting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, but anyway, so zero, zero, right? I'm on top and I go down and, and my fingers touch, right? And then I'm like, can't do that. So I let him go. I stopped doing it. And the guy was like, the ref was like, clasping point for the other guy. Oh, no. You lose. And I fucking lost at state because my fingers touched on this guy's belly button. I was, is that? I was sad. Do you think, <laughs> was that unfair? <sighs> Probably. I think the ref was like, you got, somebody's got to score a fucking point. And we were like 12, so I don't think he <laughs> gave a shit about us. That's a detail you should have <laughs> led with. Because <laughs> if I had you in high school. Oh, no, no. So I wrestled, I started wrestling really young. Okay. And then by the time I got to high school, I like moved out of my house. I didn't have time for wrestling. And I learned skateboarding. And I was like, I'm a skateboard and being a punk rock band. I don't really like, this is getting me laid way more often. Yeah, I'm not going to wrestle anymore. (laughs) So I wrestled from like six to 15. And then I quit. (laughs) I just read one of my notes. I, because I'm a dork and I made myself laugh. That I thought it was so funny that when Channing Tatum is like, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to Pennsylvania or whatever. Yeah. To the DuPont farm, and he like takes a moment to go back, and he's like, gets a tire. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. He's packing all of his things in like his tiny shitty hatchback, <laughs> yeah. right? And he goes back, and he's like, oh yeah, the tire. And in my head, my head, he's like, that's my training tire. <laughs> 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 Gotta go get my special training tire because he's such a dumb, lovable idiot in this movie. I didn't even notice that. I think that's like this is. I think this is the best he's ever been in a film. I don't know, man. As annoying as I've come to agree that that fucking recognizing our Saints movie is, I still think that's his best performance. That's a pretty good point. I think he's really good in that movie. He is because he's like, I think he's better directed in that movie. And Foxcatcher, you can see him acting, if that makes sense. That's true, yeah. And I think he's also probably intimidated by, you know, working with like, Ruffalo. Ruffalo, and he's Bennett Miller, this guy who just got nominated for all these Oscars for Moneyball, his yeah. last movie. And like, and even Steve Carell. there's a lot of pressure. Even Steve Carell, not being like a serious actor at the time, is still, like, he's a, a well known famous actor. Yeah. yeah. I wonder also if, like, you know, maybe Tatum got some uh, comedy chops from him too, because some of that stuff was, uh, was improvised. Like the scene in the helicopter where he first does cocaine. Like that mm-hmm. was all Steve Carell improvisation. Are you serious? Yeah, that like whatever whatever he tries to t- say, like all those those words, like they're they're saying. What, what does he say? He says like optometrist. F- f- I, I one it, of the words is like for flowers or I have bird it. watching or something. I have it down here in Chanting Tatum. Here it is. Uh, oh God, I can't even say him. Ornithologist, philan- philatelist, and philanthropist. Philanthropist, Philanthropist, I know what that means. Yeah, those other ones, man. Ornithologist, I think, is bird watching. (laughs) And then philatist. Because each one, it's like every time it sounds like fallacious. It sounds like a silly word. Really good at eating vagina is what it sounds like to me (laughs) when you say philatelist. That was improvised, you say. It was. All that was, yeah. One of my notes is just straight up Michael Scott and Channing Tatum doing cocaine in a helicopter, (laughs) exclamation point. Because that is the point of the movie where you're just like, their relationship is weird. (laughs) Again, I took these notes like three weeks ago. So I, uh, 
Have you ever been in a helicopter? That's one of my notes. Have you ever been in a helicopter? Personally? Yeah. Personally, like, what other way could I be <laughs> in a helicopter? Well, f- metaphorically? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always no. in a helicopter metaphorically. Uh, you know what's one of my favorite details, and it's in this movie, too, about helicopter things? Hmm. Uh, in movies specifically that I watched from or I learned from like uh, succession behind the scenes stuff. No. Is that if you notice when Channing Tatum is getting out of the helicopter and Mark Ruffalo gets out of a helicopter, every like quote unquote normal person, they duck. Of course you should. They always duck. But billionaires, they've gotten out of it a million times and they rationally know that that thing is like 12 feet up. Mm-hmm. You can see it that they, but he, they do that in the movie. Like Steve Carell oh. walks normally out of the helicopter and Channing Tatum ducks. And in succession, it's the same thing. I stopped listening to your mom's house podcast. I thought you were going to say, I stopped listening to you. <laughs> that would have been rude, but on brand. Um, I stopped listening to your mom's house podcast because they kept showing a clip, and I didn't watch it, but I, they, the audio, of a dude getting hit with a helicopter blade. And they were like, they were laughing about it, and they're like, oh, he's fine. He, he didn't die. And then later, like a month later, after like weeks of laughing at this dude, they found out he did die. Of course he died. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Because they're still laughing about it. Like, they, like Tom Segura like, thought it was hilarious that they, it was a misunderstanding. He's like, no, you guys like made fun of a guy dying because he didn't duck. Wasn't he in one of the Faces of Death videos? What? Isn't that a clip? The hel- no, it was a recent clip. Oh. Well, they're that low? Some helicopters, or the guy was real tall and underestimated. I would how, <laughs> how tall he was. I would think that there's like a regulation on helicopter building. Like those <laughs> blades gotta be at least <laughs> right. It's like a bridge for a semi truck. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't uh, just build a helicopter that's like six and a six four six five. It's like the, the opposite of a fucking roller coaster. You have to be under this height to ride. <laughs> There's just no way. That's so weird to me. But I'm sure there's not a lot of regulation in helicopter building, for the record. You think so? I don't know. I bet. How many people are buying helicopters? I don't know. Again, another podcast I listen to is the Bill Burr podcast, and he flies a helicopter and talks like it's the most serious thing in the world. Oh, yeah. He's super into it. Yeah. The episodes I've listened to. Which is cool. I kind of wish I could fly a helicopter. I've never even been in one. I want to fly a plane. I think that'd be a cool skill to have. I think it would be cool. But then what do you do with it? Now, I know I have this skill. <laughs> right? Now no. what? And if you listen to Burr, it's not like riding a bike. Like, you have to do it once a week or you'll fuck up and kill everyone. So I believe that. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, dude. Um, But I get... Back to this movie. I get why, like, you don't really like it. One of my notes is, like, the second act of this is, like, we get it. Yeah. You're weird and creepy and you're controlling and... That's about it for like 30 minutes of this movie. So I feel Until like Ruffalo gets there, really. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I feel like you felt with the eagle because I didn't at all think. I did not sympathize. Oh, I thought you were referring as DuPont as the eagle because he oh. calls himself that. <laughs> that was like, Cody, I did not sympathize with that no, character no. at all. Uh, when we watched the eagle, you could not understand why anyone thought that those two guys fucked. And I was like, they totally did. But in this movie, the internet seems to think those two guys fucked. And I don't, I didn't see a single scene where I thought like Channing Tatum was fucking. I think DuPont wanted to. Maybe, but like apparently the dude, the real dude that Channing Tatum played was like all up in arms because he was like, we did not have a romantic relationship. It's like, but I didn't see that at all in the movie. I didn't see anything to do with like sexual encounters with those two ever. No, I didn't pick up on it. Good. But, but inter- I'm also like, 
like blind to all that shit. Uh, obviously, because the yeah. eagle was <laughs> very in your face. Yeah. Um, I also don't notice when anyone wears a wig. You've always pointed that out to me in a movie. <laughs> There's just things that just go over my head really easily. I don't remember a wig in this one, I guess. I think Carell, well, Carell and Ruffalo are both wearing wigs. One thing They're wearing I did, weird skin caps with oh, that, hair. That's probably true. The one thing that did annoy me in the wrestling sense, and maybe this happens outside of being 15 years old, but when you're wearing a singlet, you don't also need to be wearing a T-shirt. And, and that's like a real old dude move, is to wear a T-shirt under well, a singlet. It was the 80s. Yeah, maybe in the 80s they did that. Maybe that was a normal thing back then. Also, like that first scene when Ruffalo and Tatum wrestle... Yeah. Here's how I interpret it. That Ruffalo is like more successful and is talking to Team USA and uh Tatum is getting a little extra rough with him because he's getting mad at him. Yeah. And Ruffalo is just kind of just like you want to be a dick about it, go ahead, knock yourself out. Yeah. And then he can just kind of just let it roll off his back. Yeah, it could you tell? Is that was I supposed to think that? No, because, yeah. It, okay. It, it, I mean, the whole beginning of the movie: a, when they wanted his brother instead of him to do the speech, and then so b, sad. like his brother basically ragdolling him in the wrestling room, and then all the USA Olympic he team ragdolled him. I mean, he beat him pretty good. I couldn't tell. That's yeah, and then the the US Olympic team wanting to talk to Mark Ruffalo instead of Channing Tatum. But it, isn't doesn't the movie say that Channing Tatum is the better wrestler? I don't think so. No. I thought he was. I thought that's why he brings, DuPont brings in him first. I don't think he could get the other dude first. And that's why he, he used Chang Tatum to get his brother. But, th- but he brings him in and he's like, well, we can't get your brother. And he's like, that's fine because you're great. And I think you're the best. Yeah. I think that's part of DuPont's uh, genius manipulation in a sense where mm. like he, he's making Chang Tatum feel better about being there to try to talk his brother into coming. I think the whole point of getting him was to get his brother to be there. His brother was like a superstar in the eyes of wrestling. I think the whole point was for him to be like, he just wants, he couldn't, like that story he, Carell's character says about um, his mom paying that kid to be his friend. Yeah. So like he's never ever once had respect. They don't get him the gun he fucking wants (laughs) on his thing. No one... Gives him respect. So yeah. he thinks he can, like, he thinks wrestlers, which in the 80s, I think, are the height of fame, that are there, like, professional wrestling and all this, right? Mm. USA wrestling, maybe? I don't know. For whatever reason, DuPont is obsessed with wrestling because right. he's kind of a wimpy, tiny man. Yeah. So if he just associates himself with this, he thinks he'll be looked at as that. Like, if he can just glom onto it. And he was right. Kind of. I mean, he... He was the face of of USA wrestling for a was while he? for no reason at all. Like well, he other just than gave him a place to train and bankrolling. Yeah, I mean yeah. he bankrolled those guys. And then I did love the 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 truth, uh, but in the movie where like they paid dudes to like roll over and he could. Like, That's such a bummer. It was wild to watch. And then that one dude was from the Breakfast Club, right? Isn't that or not the bre- is it Breakfast Club? Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that. What him. a tiny part for. Uh, it was kind of distracting. He, he pops up. I was like, "Oh, that's a." He's kind of a, that guy. That's a weird science guy, <laughs> right? I don't think it's that guy. Who cares? We'll live in the mystery. I'm pretty positive it is. He's also in that movie where he, 
he like sees people, talks to dead people, the dead zone, the dead zone. Dun, people dun, dun, love dun. that. Did you notice? Here's the thing. So like, okay, you see my desk the way it is that I've used as an entertainment center, sort yeah. of. Hey, you should put records in there. That's a record holder. That's an Anheuser, authentic Anheuser Busch thing. Yeah, but it would fit twelve inches really well. Is what I'm saying. Anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Dupont's desk. When they when you see it, the drawers are facing towards us. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. And I was like, is that just like a rich, big-ass desk thing? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is like one a major rule in wrestling is no tennis shoes on the mat. You wear wrestling shoes on the mat. That's right. Or you wear socks on the mat. And DuPont was just walking straight up on that mat, and I was like, yo, did you? Like, I would get screamed at by my but, coach if I did But that. I bet that's a sign of how much, how scared they are yeah. to... Like say anything. Well, and I didn't think about that until you brought up the helicopter thing. And I was like, maybe that was on purpose. Because honestly, like the subtle details in this movie, like Tatum and Ruffalo both having like cauliflower ear that looked yes. legit, and then like ta- <laughs> or Ruffalo's lips are constantly chapped, and it's like yeah, and they look like detail. shit. And I'm yeah. like, man, like that's a it's good. They did a good job, like making these dudes look like because listen, wrestlers. Don't give a shit about their appearance. Like they just know if I, if, you know, somebody talks shit, I'm gonna be able to ragdoll you to wherever I want you to go. Like and like, can we lump fighters into that too? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But especially at that time though, when, before MMA blew up, like yeah. wrestling was the combat sport uh, outside of boxing. Those two were the ones to go to, and I think MMA has brought those two together with jujitsu and Muay Thai and all that stuff, and and has become the more popular sport, combat sport. Do you think like I don't? I'm, I'm like. For whatever reason, I happen to know, like, growing up, a lot of my friends were wrestlers. And I think this movie does, like, a pretty good job of representing, like, that kind of weird culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it's just, like, from the way they walk yeah. to everything. The way they talk to each other. Like, when, like that tiny scene where they're just watching MMA and, like, they're just like, this is so sad. that Like, this is what fucking... I really, I'm sure that was their attitude back then in the 80s. Though. I I disliked that stuff a because mma wasn't even a thing at that time the first uh ufc event was in 1992 i don't think it was a sanctioned thing i think it was like no a, the video and this is something i found out on imdb as well like the the fight they watched happened 10 years after that that time period <laughs> well the, i think the only reason that scene is in there is to show you that tatum has given up on his dreams well later it, when we see tatum do that yeah later he does fight but that it, it irritates me as uh, a mixed martial arts fan that the movie kind of painted MMA in a bad light. It's like, all right. It did look pretty barbaric. It They're did. bare knuckle and it's bloody. And... and in the early days, for sure. But when Tatum actually got into the UFC or the guy that plays Tatum, it was like there were rules and it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was bought by Dana White by that point. So who's, who's you know, <laughs> batting a thousand for us, definitely. Dude, dude, he bought he bought the UFC for a million bucks. What? Yeah, because it was banned everywhere. There's only two places that would uh, sanction fights, and so they sold it for super cheap. And now he's uh fucking you know he's made that profit back for sure. I wrote down three and a half. Yeah. Why? Well, that's how big Tatum's dick is. <laughs> Feet. <laughs> Sometimes I write my notes and I'm just like, "What were you high?" I wrote, um, why are mirrors good for cocaine? I'm not going to answer that because I wouldn't know. 
Well, I well, no, that's true. But I just thought maybe you had a friend that knew. I but people do. You mirror. just need a surface like that. I know, but why are mirrors such a like? He has a mirror in his pocket to well, do cocaine on a mirror. People that do cocaine want to get every last bit of it, and it's very easy to see that if it's on a mirror. Oh, uh, okay. Also, speak parallels with succession. Like you know, you're fucking rich when you have like a little kit, a little cocaine to kit. do cocaine with a cocaine kit, cocaine kit. Yeah. I think Isn't so. that fucking wild? So, <laughs> the Bronx, my favorite band, uh, they just they put out a new song today, and their pre-order for the new record is a homemade box, and they're going to mail you a 7-inch once a month that has two songs on it that you fill this box with. That's but, cool. But I think so, too, but it's 200 bucks. I can't justify it. <laughs> but the bottom of the box is a is a circular mirror that says the Bronx on it, which is obviously for cocaine. I mean, they're... <laughs> <laughs> Their first record was on uh, white drugs records. Like the, <laughs> they, they uh, do they sing about cocaine? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, white guilt is all about a girl just doing cocaine. It's tight. Huh. Um, I've never done cocaine personally. I'm not just saying that because my boss might be listening. I haven't. But um, the mirror there, I'm, I just I don't understand why mirrors are so uh, parallel with cocaine use when you could do anything. I already I explained it that it's you need. Like you need a, it needs to be glass. Yeah. It needs to be very solid, and you want to get. But it needs to be glass. Why can't it be all wood? Why can't it be a wooden table? Wood absorbs things. Oh, see that makes more sense. You didn't say anything about non-absorbent. It needs to be like can't do cocaine on a paper towel, probably. <laughs> no, or like a diaper. Well, just imagine <laughs> like putting any powder on. Yeah, it just has to be. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I keep doing this hand gesture to yeah. be flat. Yeah, but the mirror thing, I think, is just because. You want you nothing to go to waste, and you can clearly see it if it's on a mirror. Okay, yeah, yeah that makes sense. How many times do you think Coke, uh, Tatum's actually done cocaine? You think he's ever done it? He's probably done it. <sighs> I don't think. I think he's been offered, but I think he's like you, or <laughs> <laughs> he's like. So be, people that uh, you, when you do cocaine at a party in college, it's because you want to fit in and feel cool. Yeah. And I bet Tatum has just fit, always felt like he fit in and felt cool his whole life. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been curious about what cocaine is like. I'm super curious about what cocaine is like, but I also am super terrified that I'll be like, this was great. Give me more forever and ever. So they measure people's brains a lot. That's my total tangent. <laughs> <laughs> they measure people's brains to like, they, and then they told them they won a huge bunch of money. Right. Okay. They didn't tell. They didn't know they were doing that. They thought right. they were just like doing some survey or something. And we're gonna see what your brain does. Blah blah blah. And they were like, "Oh my god, you won like ten thousand dollars!" And their yeah. brains lit up the exact way your brain lights up when you do cocaine. I would fight someone if <laughs> if, if they you won a lot of money. <laughs> no, if they were like, "Gotcha." We just wanted to see how your brain swelled up. Well, they're getting paid for the study anyway. I'm sure. Yeah, but not ten grand. Well, I don't know what the so amount mad. of money was, Cody. It's like this is a you punk. would literally fight somebody if you were like, actually, sorry, you didn't win ten grand. You're you're in the exact same spot you were before. I might, dude. I get I get so excited. I think it's just because you're tired. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Little extra cranky. I might not fight someone. That's true. Um, uh, did you like his underbite? I didn't care. There were moments where I'm just like, why are you doing this underbite? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who didn't. IMDb. <laughs> Those guys were like, this guy didn't need to try to look more like a ne- Neanderthal. <laughs> because it is funny. And it is a little jarring the first time you see him walk. Yeah. Like not a normal person. Yeah, him and Ruffalo both like grill it up pretty good. 
But again, it's like I've I have seen dudes naturally oh, yeah, walk like that. Oh, for sure. So. Like knuckle draggers are great at wrestling, dude. You know, and that's why I wasn't a great wrestler. I was fine, but like I'm tall and skinny. Most great wrestlers are short, stocky true. dudes. Isn't Tatum a little bit? Isn't he only like five eight? I think he's six one, dude. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's pretty big. Um, big guy. One of my only things again, like uh, I wanted to talk about. Bennett Miller, like, is so good at, like, I want to get the facts straight, and he uses, like, real footage in Moneyball, and, like, he, like, wants to get into the mentality of, like, Billy Bean, of, like, what was this guy, like, what was his obsession, really, what was it? And, like, completely skips over DuPont shit. Yeah, I, I Like, what, I don't, like, DuPont, literally, did you, you like, you saw the Netflix documentary, yeah. it was going insane. Had I watched Had, the documentary first, I think I would have disliked Foxcatcher a lot. Because, I was pr- I'm pretty disappointed in the movie. Well, because I watched it first, and then I learned other stuff through the documentary, I was like, oh, I didn't miss any of that, but I would have had I watched it first. Did you watch the documentary where the details about the trees and the videotapes of the trees? Maybe. Do you remember that? Where he had people, because he was schizophrenic and manic depressive. Yeah. And he would tape, he was super into birds, which <laughs> the movie gets into, but he was he thought... He had tapes that were like eight to twelve hours long of just the birds in the trees that he watched. Wow, the whole tape because he thought there was like messages from God or whoever. Oh uh, yeah, and this is after his mother dies. But he knew he was kind of going crazy too because he would tell people just to test him. He'd be like, "Hey, do you see that?" And they'd be like, "No," and he'd be like, "Good, I didn't see it either." But then sometimes he'd be like, "Do you see that?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." He was like, "I was testing you. I didn't see anything. Don't just say what I want to hear." You None know? of that's in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Also, why the, he freaked out about the color black, and so he fired. I don't remember that part. Oh, you don't, dude. Uh-huh. He, he like he he like fired all black people first of all, um, and like one of the Olympic wrestlers was like number two in the in the world, and he t- kicked him off the team because he was a black guy. And people were like, "Well, maybe he didn't hate the color black. Maybe this was his excuse for like kicking people off." But like anybody that came in, into his complex with a black car, he'd be like, "Take that out of here and go buy a different car, or never come back." Like. He got really against the the color black, which is, again... Way more interesting than just, (laughs) I really like Channing Tatum, right? The the gnarliest (laughs) thing he did in this movie outside of murder Mark Ruffalo is shoot that gun in the wrestling, you know? And at that point... And that's when I didn't really... That's when I stopped uh, feeling bad for anybody. If I was at wrestling practice and some old dude shot a gun, I'd be like, I'm going to go home, you guys. I want to go figure out my own life, maybe start pushing groceries or whatever, pushing grocery carts. I don't know. I, the only reason that scene's... The only reason he does that is just to show you that he's capable of violence. Yeah. Because before that, he's this puny little boy who has to pay people to lose to, at wrestling. And he's, like, shooting... Well, actually, that the pay people thing happened way after. Uh, this was kind of early on Tatum's living there. He was, like, shooting guns with the cops. Why? What do you mean? Can you explain to me why he was shooting guns with cops? What's in the documentary? I don't remember. So in the documentary, they talk about how the police... It took him forever for them to, like convict this guy because he was friends with all the cops like the the town was so small they didn't have a gun range so he would just let the cops come and shoot guns but i love that scene because the cops are shooting like cops and he's literally just holding a gun like tupac (laughs) 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 shoot like it's and then he like walks in also i thought but him complaining about not having a gun on his tank or whatever was going to come and play i thought the end of this movie he was going to fucking just mow people down with his machine gun on a tank or something i think that's kind of what was supposed to happen 
You think that he... was the the intent was just like this guy's fucking terrifying. He mm-hmm. he needs a fifty caliber machine gun. Yeah. Do yeah. you think uh, Tatum looked cool with frosted tips? No, that's why he cut him <laughs> off. What, he's like, he finds out his brother's coming, and then he immediately gets the Clippers. Well, actually, and this was the only thing I could think of why people would think their relationship was sexual, because he he did that. He was like frosted tipped, doing cocaine shirtless, and like cutting that dude's hair. And then we're intimate. It was pretty intimate. That part was, but it wasn't like they were sucking each other's dicks. Like he cut his hair, but like. Then, whenever he, like, stopped being friendly with DuPont, that's when he shaved the tips off. So it was like he was trying not to look so boy bandish. <clears throat> I thought he looked like Tyler Durden cosplay. <laughs> that's what I wrote. Yeah, I did. That's the best shot in the movie, I think. I also it's said... when oh, go ahead. Uh, when DuPont just has the hair just that he hasn't brushed away, and they're listening to Woody Guthrie, I yeah. think... The movie's playing it. I don't know if they're actually listening to Woody Guthrie misinterpreting that song. I'm sure if they <laughs> yeah. are. And him telling that sad story. I think that the movie peaks there. I agree. I think and that is. And it's kind of whatever. Is, and, and like right after that, it's like they're in the, the wrestling room alone and, and, and Tatum is teaching him wrestling moves. And I think that's where people saw maybe that they had sex there. But I don't. I didn't get that. I mean, people have been making jokes that wrestlers are gay for as long as there's been wrestling. Yeah, those are just haters, dude. What's that Matt McCarthy quote? It's like, you're going to see it if you want to see it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that whole stand of it. Wrestling's gay. (laughs) What did he say? He said, wrestling was better when I was a kid. It's fake, and it's gay. He's like, you were better as a kid. You're fake. You're gay. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's great. Um, So I, I wrote in my notes that he looked good. Uh, punching himself. I thought that scene was tight. And then I found out later that he really beat the shit on himself. It looks exactly like he did that. He punched himself. And then that mirror that he broke wasn't supposed to be broken. He like put his head through it. I know. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> he's like going for it. Honestly, in this movie. that might be my favorite scene in the movie where he like trashes that hotel room and he eats all that fucking food. That's a thing too. I know about wrestlers that like Ooh, weight cuts are brutal, pretty much right? have an eating disorder. Yeah. And like if they're fucking bummed out like that, they will just fucking gorge themselves. Right. And I got out of wrestling before that was a thing. Like after I quit, the dudes that I wrestled with in kids clubs and stuff were carrying around Gatorade bottles, spitting in them all day, you know, before their matches. It's so they, toxic. Yeah. It's it is, wild. I can't imagine the damage that that does to your body. As a UFC fan, I I don't I wish that they would wouldn't allow weight cutting. Like there's a way you can test people's uh water levels in their body mm-hmm. and I think they should do that. Can you really lose 12 pounds in like yes. 90 minutes? Yes. That's the fucking banana. You can lose, lose I, dudes lose about 25 pounds. Like I just remember the stories in high school about guys like pretty much doing that and like taking shits and jerking off and like just <laughs> like literally the everything they could think to yeah, like get yeah. fluids out of their body. Well, yeah, they would, like, chew Skittles and then because it, like, causes saliva in your mouth and then spit the Skittles out and the saliva. And so dudes would be, like, our teachers would make them duct tape the the Gatorade bottles because it was just so fucking gross to look at this, like, yeah. bottle full of spit. But I, I have no self-control. If I put a Skittle in my mouth, that thing's turned into poop, dude. I'm not. I'm, it's getting <laughs> chewed up, swallowed. Turn into poop, dude. How do you spit out a perfectly good fucking Skittle? Unless it broke your know. tooth in half. I've never that heard that thing. Yeah, it's wild. I do remember the spit in high school. Yeah, I remember the spit in high school too, but it wasn't wrestling related. I remember a uh, country boy that would just straight up bring vodka in a like <laughs> Casey's cup. Yeah. And 
And he just be like, hi, man, I can't smell it. <laughs> well, I hope you had a good time at the Capitol. Um, anyway, <laughs> probably. Um, oh, real quick before the categories, I want to make a correction towards, I think it was last week's episode, where I told you that Kumail and Emily Gordon won an Oscar for the big sick. They're just nominated, right? They were just nominated. They yeah. lost to Jordan Peele. Forget, forget out. Oh, get out. One on Oscar? I didn't realize that. For best original screenplay. I think that it deserves it. Me too. 100%. So does, so does the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted uh, people to know that. That I know that. Not not that anyone gives a shit except for me. But yeah. Had I known those movies came out at the same same year. Actually, I don't think I would have even... I didn't know Get Out won an Oscar because uh, horror movies typically don't. Get Out was highly praised, though. Yeah. I mean... In, Across in, the board. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I, a few more things. Can you just let a horse go? Like, did he? I thought he, yeah. His is that mom, what that scene meant? His mom died, and I thought he was going to go kill all those horses, which I thought was going to be fucking cool. Because uh, <laughs> earlier, he's literally quoted with saying, horses are stupid. <laughs> it is. Is he drunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is funny. Um, but then he just, like, goes in there and just lets them free, which I think are we they should free? do with horses. In the woods? That's what I mean. I, I think they're know. fenced in still. I think he just was just letting them out. You can though, you have, absolutely. There are wild horses. You can and you should. Not in America. There's not a ton, but in other countries, like Italy, has just like wild ponies running around. Yeah, it's a take I have about horses I that think. no one else shares. That we what? should he be eating them. No, I, well, I don't. <laughs> I'm not opposed to eating horses, but I'm opposed to owning horses. Because, like, why do we still do that? We have cars now. Um, I mean. Why have expensive pets at all? Well, that's true, too. People yes. are just super into snakes, man. There's be- yeah. I don't know how much a boa constrictor costs, but it can't be fucking cheap. But I assume boa constrictors aren't depressed to be in, in like, I just think a horse is, it's so majestic. People are always like, they're so majestic. It's like, then why do you keep they're them? They're so expensive, in too. In this tiny, tiny crate. Well, some people are competitive. In my, my family, personally, I have people that are... Uh, what do you call them? You just made a horse Equest- noise. Equestrians. That's <laughs> hilarious. Equestrians? Equestrians? I don't know. I think they're, you're they're looking for the word horse girls. Is <laughs> is a boy. <laughs> well, he's uh, he was paid to show horses. And like, I remember him like learning how much a fucking saddle costs. He was he was like, I, this might be an overshare. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it out if anybody from my family yeah. listens to this. <laughs> but he did. He had. He needed money, and it was he needed five thousand dollars for a fucking saddle for one of these fucking five horses. grand. Yeah. Jesus, can you imagine? Just raw dog that fucking horse, dude. You know, it hurts saddle. a lot, man. Yeah. Again, do you like your testicles? <laughs> you know, I like them so much. I bought a fucking car, and, <laughs> and I don't need to ride a. They're horse They're not anymore. meant for like that kind of riding. Then what are they meant for? To show they're like <laughs> they're people that are like why do why do people breed dogs? Because they're assholes. Like, I there's enough, perhaps there's like, enough dogs. People are super into it, man. I don't. It's like why the fuck? Why I, do I love Nintendo games so much? Why do I spend so much money on computer stuff? Well, like, yeah, why, people I, have hobbies, man. I get it, but that hobby is making very a, expensive. A horse <laughs> sad. And again, I started this by saying no one else has this take, but I just don't get it. Like no, it's an I'm out. Sure a lot of people share that with opinion. Yeah, that's true. Other. But no one I've talked to, everyone's like, well, of course, we've always had horses. Like, well, yeah, of course we have horse, but we don't need horse. Horse can be free. People, people like horse. I get it. But now you say it, I kind of want to see what it tastes like, man. I bet it's pretty tough. It's in dog food. So go buy a can of dog food. You know, one time in high school, I 
was very close to cooking dog food for my roommate to see if it, he could tell a difference. And if he couldn't, I was just going to start buying it because it was way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I was very broken. My dad, um, on a ski, like, uh, they, they rented a bunch of snowmobiles and went to, like, Montana or whatever. And they bought this special beef jerky, in quotes. And they all pretended to eat it, except for one dude who ate a whole bag of it. And at the end of the trip, they were like, those were dog treats. <laughs> I bet they were good, though, dude. If you don't know, I bet he they taste fine. He didn't know. He was like, they're f- yeah. they were fine. But he like got super grossed out at the end. But I, I bet. Was- I'd be pretty irritated. But also, I'd be fine. I wouldn't throw up or nothing, you know? Weirder story. One time, I went on a camping trip. And we it's Missouri, where we live. This is in college. And for spring break, we went on a camping trip because we're from Missouri. I'm going camping this <laughs> summer, dude. But uh, we we made we made a million Jello shots, but ran out of alcohol for the Jello. <laughs> so we thought of an idea of like we're gonna mark the ones that are just Jello with an X to be like those are extra alcohol, and gave them to like one particular person <laughs> <laughs> who got hammered off the fucking extra Jello shots. But he's like, God damn, these are crazy. And then at the end of the trip, we were like, there was zero fucking, you were man acting just like an idiot for no reason. That's embarrassing, dude. I'm bummed about that. Person. <laughs> I'm bummed for that person. Why not? It was a good prank. It is a great prank, but God, that person feels so dumb. He was also drinking regular alcohol. So I'm sure he was regular uh, drunk so too. It was, tipsy, it, was it was like just nothing but Jello shots okay. being drank or gotcha. ate. Yeah, does you, the jello, you eat shot, a jello shot? Does it turn to poop or pee? You know, that's the question. <laughs> that's the question, Cody. I've never. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never thought about that. Well, think about it now. Um, I'm gonna ask that the next time I have one. Hey, everybody! Before we <laughs> cheers these jello shots, do you think these turn into poop or pee? Mm, anyway, I think it'd be great. Hey, how do we play plot heads, Cody? Oh, plot heads. This is where I go to IMDb, and there's a thing called plot keywords for each movie, and it's right underneath the plot. And um, it's basically like hashtags for movies, right? Can you see my laptop? I don't want you to know. I'll take off my glasses. I'm nearsighted. Oh. I cannot read anything that's on your laptop. I can't really see your facial expression. Ah, that's cool. That's exciting. I want to do something weird so you can (laughs) see it. Um, well, if I focus, I obviously can. <laughs> so there's the top five, and I like to have Clayton guess the top five plot keywords for the film, and then also guess the number one movie for each one of those plot keywords. It might make more sense as we do it. Now, I have, I always do a uh, an example. So my example is the word nose. What do you think the number one movie for the word nose is? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's pretty fucking rude. It's rude. It's rude. And it's a movie that... I don't like, and I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like it. And don't tell me those hints are bad, because they're great hints. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they'll be very good once I realize the movie. It's a root. It's a, the number one nose movie. <laughs> what? Michael Jackson. Not even close. He had a, a nose. spot on, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me something, girl. Bruce Springsteen. I played Rocket <laughs> Raccoon in a movie, and then I made this one with oh, the famous singer lady. You are the only one that doesn't like this movie because you have bad taste in movies. It's a Star is Born. Yeah, the movie sucks. And nose. Do you know why? Because Lady Gaga's got a big old nose. He makes, well, there's also a big old scene. Is there? Yes, he touches her nose. And he's like, I like your nose. Oh, that's true, man. That's and she's like, I'm suck. insecure about my nose. <laughs> And then there's like a part about her nose with the poster, and he's like, "Look how big your nose is now." <laughs> Jesus, I think she's great. Or on the billboard. 
I don't think he's great. I think that movie. Sucks. I think everything about that movie is good, but I don't like the movie. My name's Cody Arnett. No, I I'm like a Walking Paradise. Oh, I don't think they're great in those in that movie. I just like Get Lady Gaga, and I like I like Midnight Meat Train. Speaking of uh, movies, everybody loves that one particular person doesn't. I watched American Hustle. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, everyone went crazy for that movie. Yeah, I, don't know. I saw it in theaters, and I was like, okay, let's play Potheads. Potheads. So, what do you think the? And I'll be. Uh, they're all one word. So we'll just do them in any order you want. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Want me to just guess some words? They all fit pretty good, dude. I think you oh, could okay. probably get most of them. Um, we've we've said world wrestling wrestler wrestler close enough. What is the number one wrestler movie? The wrestler? You would think Pulp Fiction, huh? He's a boxer. Who's a boxer? Bruce Willis. <laughs> Is really? That's the only thing close to wrestling. I have no idea. Yeah, that's his whole deal. He's a boxer. He's supposed to throw the fight. But the he new, any new listener, the one thing we didn't mention is these don't make much sense usually ever. This one does. Cody has a lot of fun. I I'm just it. over it. I'm over it how random <laughs> these fuck. It doesn't make any sense. I'm convinced he just says words in me. Which is typically my MO, but <laughs> this time. Okay, so one is wrestler. Great job. Number two, um, it would be if you are, if you beat someone real bad. A murderer. Domination. Oh, okay. What's the number one domination movie? Here's your hint. It's based on a comic book, not a Marvel franchise or a DC franchise. Based on a comic book. Kick ass. No. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was a good guess, though. It was a good guess. Domination. It's good. Um, this is where the movie takes place. Is it Pennsylvania? It is. Yeah. What's the number one Pennsylvania movie? I've never seen it. People like it. I think it's about a kid who got murdered and his dad like is trying to get revenge or something. Mm, I think the dude from Not White House Down is in it. What's the other movie? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're painting a picture for me. I don't know. What's that other movie? Not that's not White House Down. That's on cable all the Olympus time. Olympus is Fallen. Yes. That's the movie you're thinking of. Gerard Butler, I think. Prisoners? Have you seen that one? He's not in it. Hugh Jackman is in it. They're the same person. What the hell? I didn't even know that movie. That movie doesn't... I don't think it takes place in Pennsylvania. There's something about Pennsylvania in it. Prisoners fucking slaps. Yeah? That movie is incredible. Love it. Love, love, love it. But it's Shot about by a, Roger Deakins. It's 100% about a dead kid, though, right? It is about <laughs> um, uh, these uh, these two little girls go missing. I was told, hey, you're a dad. Don't watch that movie. I said, there's no dead kids in it. Tight. Okay. You can, but, I, there's no dead kids in it, but, you know, this these these people have been killing children. Oh, if that make, does that make sense? Seems like that's a lot of dead it's kids. Like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, serial killing happens in Silence of the Lambs, kind of. Hmm. Like, Buffalo Bill actually doesn't kill anybody. That sounds like the Jello Shot thing. Like, you're tricking me to watch this movie and be sad or something. Like, I gotcha. Cody, I'm, I've always been faithful about it because I know you're sensitive to dead kid stuff. I don't like dead kids. <clears throat> you might be sensitive to this movie, but I don't, I don't. Okay. I don't know if you would. Like Hereditary, I know for a fact you would. Yeah. <laughs> Movie looks scary. Um, two more. We got uh when someone is wealthier than us. Billionaires. Close. Upper class. It's hard okay. to give one for upper class. What's the number one upper class movie? Uh uh hint. We both love it. It's a murder mystery movie. Mm. At least I think you love it. I'm pretty sure you do. If you don't, I'm leaving. Oh. The stakes have never been higher. <laughs> it's great. Two years ago, I believe, came out two years ago, maybe three. I think two, though. Murder Mystery, two years ago? Mm-hmm. I'm very tired. 
I hear you. You should get it. It's pretty obvious, dude. From two years ago? Two, two words. Get Don't out. Make... Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm leaving. Um, no, uh, knives out. Close. You had one word. Knives <sighs> out. Yeah, how did I not get that? I'll say all my hints were fucking good on that one, dude. That was. Way too good. That house, that's like half half the reason I rewatched that movie. It's not right. fucking, that's not true. I'm being hyperbolic, but I yeah. love that house. I do love so the attic, like the way they get to the attic and how cool that attic looks. It's fucking, yeah, I love, uh, I watch that movie like once a month. Yeah. I love it so much. Which is why it's if weird it's that you just, didn't get it. It just feels good. It's just a good movie to have on. Yeah, it's great. Last one. When this movie took took place, the eighties, nineteen eighties, and the number one nineteen eighties movie. The hint is a sequel just came out, and that's why this is on here. It I just came out. Yeah, I haven't seen the sequel or the original to be honest, but I want to. Is it a two? Mm-hmm. This this newest movie has mm-hmm. a two at the end of it. Not at the end of it, but yes. Ooh, you're stumped. <laughs> <laughs> How does it have a two in it? But uh, oh, coming to America. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I watched uh, Beverly Hills Cop last night, and it holds up. It's fucking good, dude. You know what's not good? Coming to America? The one with the two in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole movie is just like, remember how good Coming to America was? <laughs> Literally, it's nothing but callbacks to the original. Mm. That's it for like 90 minutes. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I can just watch that movie. <laughs> Be a different movie, please. So the plot heads. The plot keywords, domination, wrestler, Pennsylvania, upper class, and 1980s. I think if I gave you all those plot keywords... And I'd be I, like, that sounds like Foxcatcher. Yeah, yeah. I think it worked. That works that, It works this time. The one time. Yeah. Chanting Tatum. Oh. This is where I take my favorite Chanting Tatum quotes from the movie, and Clayton sometimes has... Doesn't have any. ...other quotes from the movie. This movie isn't a talkie. It's not. Like... Ben, ben uh, bleh, Benny, our boy Benny, even in Moneyball, that's written by Aaron Sorkin, that is like, oh, it's yeah. kind of overwritten in some scenes. But he likes to just like, remember there's like before Channing Tatum gets his check mm-hmm. and he's just sitting in that office. Yeah. He's just sitting there quiet for like 40 seconds. I don't hate that. I like, I I like it too. I like a little brood. I don't like a whole movie to be that way. The, there's no dialogue in that wrestling scene we talked about earlier. Sure, yeah. Like there's just, it's not. These men use their bodies to communicate a lot. Yeah. We'll say. Is that too pretentious? No. It just, it did get uh, men in tights soundtrack stuck in my head for a minute. <laughs> These men, mainly men, women in tights. You know that song? No. What? You're not a Mel Brooks guy? Um, He's hit or miss for me. Fuck. I love Mel Brooks. People um, keep wanting me to watch Young Frankenstein. Yeah. See, Young Frankenstein is not my favorite, even but though they I. They say I, it's like a make or break, though. What do you mean? Like, if you don't like that, then you're not going to like him. Ooh, I don't agree with that, dude. Really? Yeah. I'm a Gene Wilder dude, but that's not my favorite. It's probably one of my least favorite Mel Brooks staples. Hmm. I would say Spaceballs is number one. I fucking hate Spaceballs. All right, well, then it's not for There's you. There's a joke where he's like, <laughs> what's your name? I'm an asshole, and I'm Lieutenant Asshole. Yeah. I'm Steve Asshole. I'm surrounded by... That's not a joke. I laughed. It's not a joke to point at a table and go, that's a chair. What? That's, That's not the same thing. Oh, my God. The guy's name is Asshole. Ha, ha, ha. And then he says, I'm surrounded by assholes. It's perfect. That's like what children do. Yeah. You need to stop growing up, Clayton. I didn't like it as a kid. Well, yeah. Even as a kid, I was that, like... You proved my point. You grew up too fast. <laughs> Even as a child, I was just like, Star Wars, I get it. See, I like... Uh, I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> but I love Spaceballs. <laughs> 
How do you like Star Wars? I I like Star Wars. I just don't. I like things that Star Wars uh, uh, made more than I like Star Wars. Like, I love The Mandalorian more than Star Wars. I love Fanboys, the movie Fanboys. That movie sucks. I fucking love that movie. Um, Way more than Star Wars. But regardless. Those movies are made for children. I'm a child. When I was a child, I liked them. You know what I think you might like? Blazing Saddles. People have said that to me too, but I'm like, isn't it like super racist now? Well, the the racist parts are from racist characters. I mean, those like okay, yeah. I mean, the whole the movie takes place in a time where white people were like owned black people. So yeah, like <laughs> it's just yeah. hard. It's just hard to imagine like a comedy that has racist humor, but it's like no, don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I, is it? I mean, it makes me laugh. And again, I don't. Again, you're supposed to hate the characters that are right. Like the the hero's okay. not like, you know, being race. Actually, that they, was. Did you play Red Dead Redemption Two? I didn't play either one. No. no. Well, one of the laziest writing things they do in that game to like let you know a character is evil right away, they use a racial slur, and it's like oh, yeah. maybe I could learn they're evil For after sure. a moment, but like within moments of knowing them. <sighs> yeah, that's an easy trope for sure. But just, just uh, there's other there's other things that make people evil. I, I think that Blazing Saddles is the least slapstick of the the staple Mel Brooks stuff. It's not as dumb as uh, uh, Spaceballs, but it's still dumb. I mean, that's what he does. Don't watch it. I'm not going to. You'll fucking hate it. Anyway, Chanting Tatum. Hey, here we go. <laughs> um, I got Shows the, you how many quotes are in this movie. Ornithologist polythetist one. Nailed it. I got that one. And then I got one where he says, I just don't want to let you down. Which is pretty much the, his entire arc. He doesn't let his brother down. He doesn't let Dupont down. Well, but at the end, he doesn't give a shit about Dupont. He leaves. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, and he should. Have you ever heard before seeing this movie heard the term chalet? Chalet? No. <laughs> but that's where Tatum lives. Remember, he's like, "We'll give him the chalet." Oh no, I don't remember that. I was like, "What the fuck is a chalet?" It was too rich for my blood, dog. That's like too rich for. Mo- he's point zero zero one percent, right? Like, yeah. I mean, he's the he richest owns horses, and then he just let them go. And those saddles are five thousand dollars no. each. Those horses are probably like, literally, probably two hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a piece. I bet. But they taste awesome. million dollars. I bet. The last chanting Tatum I have, he says, "Hello, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to you today. My name is Mark Schultz. I want to talk about America, and I want to tell you why I wrestle." You see this? It's a gold medal. It's a gold medal. It's a gold medal. Yeah, yeah. what's the deal? Why why they do that? Why did the school want him to do that? You know, for as twenty dollars. Well, see that part was sad, but as a kids' club wrestler, if I was in like the fifth grade and like an Olympic wrestler showed up and showed me his gold medal, I'd probably be fucking stoked. They all looked pretty disinterested. Those kids didn't give a fuck, and I yeah. felt bad. I was like, yeah, they're disrespectful. <laughs> That is a big deal, man. Olympic medals are a big I deal. I respect that now. Yeah, exactly. If somebody's like, I got a gold medal in archery, I'd be like, fucking A. You're I, the best in the world at something. Great fucking job, dude. I would do that too. Not Bill Tatum, but top Bill Tatum. This is where tough. I make Clayton try to guess the top four built people by IMDb, IMDb standards um, in the movie. So, which IMDb isn't right. It always is right. But I think it seems to go mostly by like a mixture of actually top build and who's more famous currently. Mm. It says top build on there, so I just believe him. 
I believe everything I read. Wake up, sheeple. Don't believe everything you read, man. Yeah, that's why I'm not getting vaccinated. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Just kidding. I actually can't get vaccinated for 90 days after getting COVID. You know that? Why? Why would that matter? I heard it on a podcast today. I don't know. My might might be true. (laughs) Just just spewing out (laughs) misinformation. Um, Um, I'm going to take some wild swings here and go Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, Channing Tatum. Who the fuck else could be the fourth guy? I don't. Mm. I can't think of a name in this movie that's the fourth guy. The the mom. Hey, fucking hey, you got it. Oh, I did. Well, it. you didn't get. I mean, you got it wrong. But wrong order. But she is number four. Yeah, you switched. Oh, nice. um, CT and Mark Ruff, dude. It's number one, Steve Carroll. Number two, CT. Number three, Mike Ruff. Flow. I put <laughs> Mike Ruff. Flow. That's what I put. And then I put V Redgrave, which is the mom's name, Vivian Red Redgrave, or something. Good some name. Yeah. Wouldn't you like? Just like hearing that, seeing that name written down, you'd be like, ooh, ooh, la la. Oh, yeah. Who's Vivian Redgrave? She must be old. I bet it's fake. <laughs> I, bet, be. I bet it's a fake Hollywood name. I also mm. always put like funny ways to say their name, so it might not even be the right way. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I don't so, know. Is Steve Carell? Is that his real name? I said Steve Carroll because I thought it was funnier. <laughs> and then I said uh, Mark Ruffalo. I know. I caught that one. Yeah, you caught that one. I'm just being Jalen. You just prove you're a dad. I'm just being Jalen Once every 10 minutes, you have to prove that you are a father. Channing, hate him. This is where I call IMDb for one-star reviews that talk shit on Channing Tatum. Call? Is that the right right word, right? Call? What do you say? uh, Calling is like when you kill a lot of people. No, it's not, dude. Calling is where you take, like, the bad fruit away from a stack of good fruit. We used to do it when I worked at a grocery store. You'd call the fruit. You're like, oh, this is not good. I'm gonna... You have to like rummage through it to find the bad ones. You're going to Google it right I'm now? I'm Googling it. Right, trust me. I call through Redaction it. of wild animal population by selective slaughter. But you have to like look through all those animals afterwards. I promise you it's a real but thing. But that's to like throw it away. If you're culling reviews, you're, you're looking for um, the bad ones because you want to present them. Not throw them away. No, I want to throw them away into <laughs> your ears. Okay. Anyway, I think we do this once a podcast. There were 342 reviews for the movie. Total. Total. How many one stars do you think there were? And IMDb, it's 7.0. Straight No 7. shit, because it always is. And it's usually 6.8, but yeah. Um, I don't. I bet a lot of people didn't like this movie. Um, you said 342. Mm-hmm. Let's go with 42. 23. Huh. Not that many. Not that many bad ones. But um, if I remember Just straight up one star? Straight up one star. Oh. I should think of it in terms of that, not just bad. Yeah. Because uh, not everyone's like me ever gives everything one or five. <laughs> <laughs> All your letterbox reviews are half a star or five stars? <laughs> like four and a half because you made fun of me for it. All right. Boring, 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 and seemingly pointless, says T. Garion, December 2014. Tigerian. Is that, that a Game of Thrones reference? Hey, you know what? This movie came out in 2014 because this review came out in 2014. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so no game. It's said, not. if the character portrayed by Channing Tatum was supposed to be slow and or autistic, then he did a great job. <laughs> but I can't find anywhere where his character was meant to be uh, so afflicted. So didn't see a single thought flash across his face the entire film. On purpose. Yeah, yeah. He's no. met, he's, you called him a knuckle dragger. I called people like him a knuckle dragger. I would he's never bl- call Tatum that. Well, he's like, he's, he did it. <laughs> he nailed it, right? Oh, yeah. can I tell you one little note, by the way? Yeah, Speaking please. of like one of the like poor little baby, this guy's so dumb. 
Remember when he gets to the chalet and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm here, and it's like fun, nice and fancy. He brought his own toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I've I didn't I like, notice. He's like so oblivious as to like where he's. Get, that's such a cool like way to explain that that yeah. he's so out of his element he has no idea what's going to happen he brought his own toaster to yeah. the billionaire's house there's, there's <laughs> definitely four toasters better than the one he brought already there which is hilarious yeah uh again december 14 2014 uh title complete disappointment by char bunch of numbers Channing Tatum literally acts like an ape, and Steve Carell is just creepy and uncomfortable. One of the worst. That is the fucking point, oh, Char. Yeah. One of the worst movies I've ever seen, this person says. I, I mean. Well, has he seen only four movies? He's seen a lot of bad movies. If I, if I, yeah. I've seen the, all the Star Wars and Foxcatcher. This is the worst one. <laughs> just talking to my nephew, man. Uh, I, I guess I forgot to write who, who said this, but I only wrote the title anyway because I thought it was funny. What the Fox say? Catch another movie. Avoid this one. <laughs> That's I, so good. Yeah, I wish I had their name to give them props. That was actually pretty good. What was the, there was one that was like <laughs> Channing Potato or something. That, yeah, Channing Potato. Oh, that killed pretty me. Pretty good. That's what we should call the bad ones, Potatums. <laughs> we got Tatum Tots and Potatums. Uh, oh, well, they're both potato references. <laughs> That's true, actually. I actually I did. That was Philip verse Field. I uh, didn't realize that. Well, it was, it was on Philly Field, January two thousand fifteen. What he said about the movie is, and this is actually okay. Try not to laugh too hard. It's great. <laughs> try not to laugh. Too Let's hard. summarize, shall we? <laughs> oh God, Forrest Gump and his bearded brother Quasimodo <laughs> both won <laughs> wrestling gold in the Olympics of eighty four. <laughs> the relationship is somewhat strained as Forrest feels second best. <laughs> if you didn't know, Mark Ruffalo is Quasimodo, having packed on a few pounds of muscle and managing to look exactly like David Cross. Oh, my God. This guy is nailing it. He, is, he does nail it. Um, fuck, uh, fuck him, but he's right. <laughs> dude, uh, man, I remember I was listening to a basketball podcast. And they were talking about it was when the Bucks like fired their coach mid season and they just had like some dude finish out the rest of the season for him. Yeah. And I was I think the Bill Simmons podcast. And he was like, and who he's got fucking Forrest Gump over there coaching him. What's he supposed to <laughs> And I was like, I'm using I'm stealing that forever. Yeah. When somebody's stupid, I'm calling him Forrest Gump. <laughs> and I am a huge, huge fan. And this guy gets it too. That guy Chef's kiss. He did a good job. I think he's. I couldn't imagine hanging out with him. He's probably a real asshole, but he did a good job. On I, that review. I wrote it. Did you? It was me. What did the fox say? <laughs> Catch another movie, dude. That sucks compared to like <laughs> Forrest Gump and Quasimodo. Like the same. That's guy. Skittles to that guy's lobster. I think I'd eat Skittles over lobster, dude. I don't care about lobster. It's pretty overrated. Yeah. It's fine. It's overpriced, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can he Tatum? This is where we take we we try to recast the Channing Tatum role with someone new. We try. We often fail. I got one. What do you got? You got anything? I just wrote blonde hot dudes like I always do. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Chris Evans probably. Yeah, Chris Evans could do it. I put Roland Gardner. I don't know who that is. Roland Gardner is uh, the U.S. Olympic gold medal medal winner. That Smart choice. Beat the Russian bear. And the Russian bear was, uh, he hadn't lost in 13 years. I wrote that here because I knew I'd forget. I remember where I was. I watched that wrestling match. And As it, a little boy? Yeah. Um, Roland Gardner is 
just a, a big old corn, corn fed, like country boy. And the Russian bear was jacked to the gills. And like, it was in Russia, the Olympics, if I remember correctly. So like they didn't drug test him. And it was obvious he was like on roids, hadn't lost in 13 years, got beat by this dude. And I just thought they should put this guy in a movie. You know, Ben Miller loves to use non-actors. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah, he likes he loves to use the dude from Weird Science. And what's weird is like all the people in the background of this wrestling facility mm-hmm. are just actors. You think so? are they really? I like ha- like half of them I kind of recognize. Okay. As like that guy's. And I'm like, but Bennett, what do what you I know you love to do. I'm like Yeah, I I would have thought those guys were actual wrestlers. I'm sure it's less expensive than teaching a bunch of actors how to look like wrestlers than to just, just get some wrestlers. Well, apparently those dudes, uh, Ruffalo and Tatum, had to like actually have wrestling practice. Apparently the last day of shooting, they Wrestling's both, hard, I believe it. Well, they both like cried. They said they cried because they were happy it was over because they were beat the shit out of every day. Wow. So that's Wrestling is hard. It is hard. Everything I know about it seems very difficult. Do you want to do it? No. Okay. What's that movie where the guy, he's like a rich guy, and he has like... Oh, Foxcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> he, his, instead of normal exercising, he like wrestles in, with some dude in his living room because he's like, I, it's more efficient. Like I can burn 400 calories doing yeah, this yeah. for 20 minutes than like jogging for four hours or something. I've never heard of the, anything that happening like that in a movie, but I would love that. I would love if I had a friend that was like, hey, I'm going to come over every day for 20 minutes so you don't got to work out. You don't have to do the elliptical or push-ups. We'll just wrestle. What fucking movie is that? It's like, it's real. Because wrestling... Yeah, it's that's why the rounds are only, what, two minutes? You can run uh, 10 miles a day and still get gassed after a minute of wrestling. Because you use every muscle in your body. Like you're, yeah. you're literally using every part of your body. So I'm, I'm trying to look it up. You, do we have another game? We have Channing Rankum, and I'll just go over the IMDb list right quick. Uh, IMDb ranks the movies we've watched with Channing Tatum in them so far. Uh, number one, Lego Movie. Number two, Coach Carter. Number three, 21 Jump Street. Number four, Side Effects. And number five is tied with a bunch of movies. So I went ahead and put Foxcatcher in there. 7.0. Well, I can only get results that were fucking stupid. They were just Foxcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> were they really just yes. that rich, rich, rich dude wrestling movie? Um, so my Channing Rankum <clears throat> is uh, number five is White House Down still. Number four is this, what? is this is the end. Number three is She's the Man. Number two is The Vow. And number one is 21 Jump Street. That's my list. This did not make my top five. I made this list yesterday after thinking about it for a long time, and I'm going to change it on the fly now. Okay. What do you think on the fly came from? That doesn't make sense, right? That that phrase, why is that? Because th- flies land on things very quickly but and then, in the moment. Then it would be a, a fly on, <laughs> the fly that's on. I like She's the Man. Now I'll put Foxcatcher number two. Really? 21 Jump Street. White House Down, Magic Bike. I remember my philosophy, what changed, why a lot of movies are gone now. It was yeah. because from now on, I'm only doing proper Channing Tatum films. Okay. I'm not going to like put This is the End of Number One, because it's not a Channing Tatum movie. I love that movie. Sure. But it's not... It, come on. It's not I'm, a Channing Tatum I have a different... If I was forced to watch these films, I'm putting them on the list if I like them. I like all these movies, all mm. my five movies I mentioned. Hardy Suit. I think Foxcatcher is wildly high, but I understand why you, ha- you have it there. It's more of a you movie than a me movie, for sure. 
I time spent away from it though. I don't like it as much. Yeah. I put it. I wrote number one at really? first, and I was like, "On the fly, I'm changing it because I don't believe." Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. So. I would have been. I would have double took a little harder had it finally knocked off. She's the man from the number one. She's spot. the man was gone. It was this is the end. Oh, that's true. But now my different. I don't. That's true. I don't want to put the the Lego Movie into my top five now. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that one even for me is a little bit hard to put in the top five. But um, that's it. Now we've got to want to say thank you to the View the Life for the awesome theme song. Want to say what's up to Stefan for the Plex server. Um, I'm Code Bro on Twitter, Fanning Tatum Pod on Instagram, Clayton Missler, social media on everything. Yeah, it's always my name. Follow me on Letterboxd. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Letterboxd too. And also, we're watching Twenty Two Jump Street next week, or we did, and we're gonna record now, or maybe not. Maybe, maybe we we'll talk about a whole different movie. Because I got the order. <laughs> I was trying to trick you, but I couldn't even like yeah. <laughs> the fake sadness I could was imagining you having. Where you're just like, <laughs> "Fuck, you didn't. We got it." Ah. No, trust me, it would have been tight. I would have went home and went to sleep, and so it would have been great. I will say, dude, uh, we've got like we're almost done. Yeah, I was telling Haley, I was like, "We've we're almost done. We got to really start thinking about is it Adam Fandler's or Angela." Fangelina Jolie. <laughs> We're not doing Fangelina Jolie. You fucking see, I'm not watching Gone in 60 Are Seconds. Are we doing Fandy Quaves? <laughs> Fandy Quaves, I like. Fandy Quaves, I like. Um, but that's like six movies, I think, probably. You know. Also, he's a huge turd, and I don't want to talk about him. So we won't be doing that one. I mean, it w- I wouldn't start it with the greatest living actor like I do this one. <laughs> Who? What, we have another one. All right, Party Hardy. Party Hardy, yeah, which I'm, I'm cool with not doing. I like him. I like him. Dude, I just don't see a lot of comedy bits coming from his movies. You know what I mean? Like, how are we going to make... But we get to watch Mad Max. We can just do that anyway. You know? <laughs> but we got, like... So we got some, like, cartoon I've never heard of. The Book of Life. Book of Life, which looks like a Coco B movie, Coco. But then yeah. we got Jupiter Ascending. And then after that, we've got a lot of fucking cool stuff. I'm really excited for Jupiter Ascending, actually. I think... I'm either going to be like, why do people hate this movie so much? Or we're going to get a lot of comedy out of it. <laughs> Spoiler, I tried to watch it like a year ago and did not finish it. So, And then we get, yeah, we don't, there's not a bad movie after this. Double XL. Except Log- for Smallfoot. Logan Lucky. Smallfoot's fucking rad, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm giving Cody a skeptical maybe, face. Maybe we'll have Archer on for that one. Maybe one of these movies, he's, he's, he's supposed to be a new guy, which is coming out. Our free guy or something? That Ryan Reynolds movie where he's a background... The whole bit is that he's a background character in Grand Theft Auto. What? Have you not seen the trailer for this? No. Let's watch it. Never even gonna... heard of okay. it. The end of the podcast. Hey, thanks, guys. 20, 22 Jump Street. Next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>